Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Check out the critically acclaimed release, Curse of the Red River, the brand new full-length album by Baron Earth. This album combines the best elements of metal, prog, and more obscure psychedelic rock. Visit Peaceville at P-E-A-C-E-V-I-L-L-E.com to buy the CD and to check out other great metal acts. Use the links in today's show notes of the Talking Metal podcast to open your iTunes and download Barren Earth. I'm from Vitalica, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Thanks a lot. Hey, Heshers, this is Sergeant James Lenfield from Vitalica. You're whipping it up, cranking up the knob, and throwing it into damn garbage by listening to Talking Metal. Hell yeah! 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, lift off. It's time to rock. Broadcasting worldwide from John Astronomy Silver Spacecraft. You are listening to the Talking Metal Podcast. So sit back, grab a drink, turn up the earbuds, and hit that oxygen axle road style. Because this ship has just hit hyperspace. Ladies and gentlemen, will you please welcome the greatest podcasters this side of Mars, Mark Striegel and John Astronomy. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of Talking Metal Astronomy here, broadcasting from our home base, the Silver Spacecraft. Unfortunately, we don't get a chance to do too many podcasts from here anymore, but today I am coming to you from the Silver Spacecraft. This podcast is going to be really good. It features an interview Mark conducted with James and Ringo from Beatelica. 
These guys are really cool. We've had them on uh, before, and they have a, a new album out, some cool new tunes, and Mark hooked up with them in uh, New York City. So we're going to hear that a little bit later, followed by a track from Beatelica. Um, want to remind everybody to support Barren Earth. Use the link in the show notes today to go to iTunes and buy Barren Earth. Great band. You heard them at the open of the show. So anyway, guys, uh, here's what I have in store for you today. Um, my friend Tony over at Universal Music sent me a couple of cool CDs. And uh, one was Motorhead and one was The Scorpions. Now, um, the Motorhead CD is kind of wild. It's like a... Rarities edition of Ace of Spades, the Ace of Spades album. So there's like all tunes from that record, but they're all like alternative outtakes and radio stuff, and that's really cool. Uh, th- there's a the track We Are the Road Crew, and at the end of it, you hear Lemmy talking, and uh, it's really cool. And um, what's wild is there's an outtake of Ace of Spades where the riff is different. It's still a killer tune, and it's a cool riff, but it's just different and just kind of imagine guys like listening to one of your favorite tunes and have it being played slightly differently and that's kind of how this is so why don't we get right into that let me play you a little sound sample of the alternative outtake of ace of spades from the motorhead ace of spades rarities edition and when i put this into my computer it came up as saying disc two so maybe there's like an additional disc that goes with this or something But I only have this one, so right now this is the alternative outtake of Ace of Spades by Motorhead. That was Ace of Spades, the alternative outtake by Motorhead. Guys, man, things have just been going nuts for me. I I tell you the truth, I can't even keep my uh, head on straight uh, lately. Just with everything I've been doing, um, as you guys know, I work for MTV Networks. I 
work for Gibson Guitars, and most recently, probably about for the last, I guess close to a, maybe nine months or whatever, I've been working for Ace Frilly, which has been amazing. It's a dream come true. Ace is the greatest, as you guys know. Um, he's always been my favorite musician, and uh, it's really an honor to have the opportunity to work with Ace. So, um, and and then in addition to all that stuff, uh, talking metal. So uh, things are really busy here on the astronomy front. So let's get right back into the music. Uh, the first track, it's funny because I, I thought this song was pretty cool when I listened to the record, and Mark said the same thing. This is Scorpion's Sting in the Tail is the name of the new record. And um, this is a track. It's the first song on the album. It's called Raised on Rock. Why don't we hear a little sound sample of that tune? So right now this is Scorpion's Raised on Rock. Raised on Rock from the new album by the Scorpions. Uh, I heard something that they were going to break up after this tour, so uh, or after this tour for this record. So who knows? Um, I always hate to hear that bands break up, but you know, it's just like you know, Kiss did a farewell tour and then they're back and they got a new album and all that stuff. So you know, never say never, guys. That's what I like to say. Never say never. So guys, without any further ado, why don't we get into the new? interview Mark conducted with Beatallica. Uh He did this in Manhattan last week, and uh, these guys are really, really cool. Um, our good friend Chip represents them uh, as a publicist, and uh, they just got some really cool stuff, and, and what's the coolest 
thing is that they are completely endorsed, I guess that would be the word, by the band Metallica. And I know Lars is a real big fan of Beatallica. So right now, I hope I didn't say this is an interview with Metallica. This is Beatallica. Uh, James and Ringo, this interview was conducted by Mark right now. Here it is. Check it out. Hey, this is Mark Striegel from Talking Metal, and I'm sitting here with a couple of the guys from Beatallica. Why don't you guys introduce yourself to the Talking Metal audience? I'm Ringo Lars. I'm on the drums. James Lenfield, lead vocals, rhythm guitar. Excellent. Now, this is your second full-length record, Masterful Mystery Tour. Let's talk about the difference in approaching this record as opposed to the first record. Uh, the way you guys match up songs between the Beatles and Metallica is very impressive, and I'm guessing it's a lot of work. Was it more work this time because maybe those original ideas were were taken on the first record? Uh, actually, I think when it came down to song structuring, it's just the opposite because we're better at it. Uh, you know, The more that you do this, the more um, you know how to attack the project, you know. Uh, I, th- I think the the tough part came not in constructing the songs, but just getting some of them cleared. I mean, we actually had this CD delayed probably about like seven months, something. We were hoping to have had it out uh, in the fall previous to when it came out, because it came out in August last year. Uh, you know, but and then we had four songs that ended up getting denied. Some songs were kind of in limbo. We didn't know if they were going to get approved or denied, and if they didn't get approved and how much of an album do we really have. So we were kind of in a waiting period here. Um, everything was done. It was just up to the other people, not us. And when you say other people, who are you talking about? Can you specifically mention names? Uh, well, not necessarily names, but just licensors, uh, you know, Sony, um, other entities that own the songs. Um, you know, they, they need to say yay or nay as to whether or not they approve of what we're doing. And uh, some of them did, some of them didn't. So um, I think on the flip side to what James was saying, uh, this album was also a bit of a challenge, um, at least from, I don't know, my perspective, uh, to make the songs just as as clever as the first album and not have the joke run dry. So that was a challenge, actually. I know last time you were on Talking Metal, you had mentioned that Lars had actually uh, commented and been in contact with you guys. Is he somebody that you've heard from since then? Uh, yeah, well, actually, we uh, we spent the band's birthday, Metallica's birthday, uh, in Paris with Metallica wow. last year. Uh, we just happened to both be in the same country <laughs> at the same time passing through the same freeway system. We're like, hey, we should hook up. Uh, so we had an off day. And uh, that, that's what we did. And it was it was good. I mean, we all knew that was going to happen, um, and we keep in touch pretty much every six months anyway, just from a legal standpoint, either through fax documents or emails or phone calls to different handlers or uh, legal people or, or whatever. Um, but uh, the face to face was it's always good to have and good to catch up because honestly, I mean, it was just really very comfortable. It wasn't like this big hairy deal. It's like. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! It's Metallica. Yeah. It's it pretty much eight guys hanging out, uh, talking halfway about music and halfway just about how are you and what what, what are you doing with your life and stuff. It was it was, it was good. Cool. And and to backtrack a little bit, do you have to as far as clearing this stuff? Do you have to send the final like recordings off to the Metallica camp and the Beatles camp for that matter? 
Um, we make uh, rather rough demos um, before we actually send, uh, send anything out or anything actually goes to, you know, final mastering stage. Um, and then they kind of base it on that. Um, we never finish anything completely, or at least we try not to, uh, until it gets cleared. We actually did run into a situation uh, with the last album where we had, you know, three or four songs completely done. Um and they were ultimately denied. So we do run into that every now and then. But generally, yeah, it's, it, it kind of goes to demo and then uh, yes or no. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and to really to piggyback on that, a, a lot of the things that they want to see is how the lyrics are being altered. You know, not only do we do a mashup of music and lyrics, but we include our own lyrics and maybe our own musical phrases and are messing with things like keys and time signatures the switching between major and minors and, and, and all these other other things, the musical theory related. Um, you know, so when, when things get denied, it's it's really not ever for content. I don't think we've ever been told that we couldn't do a song based on the new content of it. Uh, any denials have come from licensors simply because they didn't want their work to be altered at all. We, we could have made the song a little house on the prairie theme and it would have been denied right. you know and not it's not a front to Beatallica. Right. it's a licensor uh, protecting their work cool so let's talk about the you know most of our listeners are metalheads let's talk about how the metal world has received Beatallica. I see certain names that you guys have special thanked in the the new album, like Mike Portnoy. Is there a direct connection with him? Uh, he, I guess, there's a, a direct connection in the sense that he's just a really big fan of ours. Um, he's basically been on board since day one. Um, you know, he loves it. Uh, James talks to him every now and then. Uh, uh, there's other people. You know, Scott Ian has uh, said that he's really into this thing uh vernon reed um yeah so there, there are some pretty some pretty cool people that are behind us on this yeah i mean it, it's nice to be part of this uh you know community it's like you you grow up listening to some of these guys you know it's like oh yeah i'm gonna be just like that dude you know and now it's like you're on uh you're on some sort of level with them um and i know that there's other musicians and folks that were fans of as, as well i know brian ritchie the violent femmes is a big fan and he's not even in a metal band you know what i mean but we have a relationship with the femmes just being from milwaukee like they are so uh so that's always nice you know here and we're actually playing with dream theater uh july 2nd we have uh, a date with them because they have an off date from the maiden tour and uh, they invited us to uh play their off date so we'll be hitting that in columbus ohio which would be cool very good and you know, you mentioned Scott Ian from Anthrax and, you know, Vernon Reed, two guys who I guess at this point in time could be considered, you know, classic rock and metal. Um, could Beatallica down the future ever expand into other bands uh, except Metallica? And m- maybe not, being the name is Beatallica. I-, I don't think we've honestly ever given it any thought. Um, I think we have enough... Uh, material to work with just within the scope of these two bands um i just it's it's not something we've ever talked about and i honestly i don't think it's something we ever would do so yeah Uh, i mean you have to remember too that uh 
though the catalogs of both the Beatles and Metallica are finite, you know, we submit titles to uh, have clearances sought for on a regular basis. I just submitted a list of 25 titles to clear. So, you know, that's enough for two more CDs. And there's more besides that. Plus there's also the fact that Vitalica is now beginning to write original material for Vitalica releases. We have two original songs on our Winter Plunder Band EP. Um, and all of us are original songwriters in various different projects, and we have been for over 20 years since we were kids. So when it comes down to uh, a lack of ideas, I'm not, I'm not afraid of that. And I'm actually very interested in doing more original writing, not totally infiltrating a Vitalica record with all of this original stuff because the listener will have an expectation of what they want to hear, of course. But you can put an original tune on an album. I think that's tons of fun, and the label's totally behind it. So uh, that, that would be a great thing. I, I have no fears about any loss of creative power for the band. Cool. Now there's a new video out. Can you tell us a little bit about where the Talking Metal listeners can check that out and uh, tell us a little bit about shooting it and the production behind it? Oh, I get this one. <laughs> uh, well, we did two videos actually for, uh, for this CD. The first video is for Hero of the Day Tripper, which is uh, sort of Vitalica as hash comic book characters. We are the hero, you know, the heroes of the day. Um, and you can get that on any viral network. Obviously, it's on YouTube and everything. Uh, and now we also have one for Fuel on the Hill, and that more emulates the Metallica video of, of Fuel. Uh, so, uh, you know, production value... <laughs> you know, it's called it's called warehouse, and a lot of volunteers and friends who uh, who use their time. Uh, Mike Weber, a friend of ours from Chicago, who actually spearheaded these things, uh, he uh, did work on the Paul Stanley Live to Win DVD that was out. Uh, so it, it's not like we're just kicking around aimlessly here or anything. Uh, but the videos are meant to be fun just like the music is meant to be fun. Um, there's a certain theme that runs through Metallica that it's okay to just let yourself go, whether it be for three and a half minutes of a song or 90 minutes of a gig. Don't be afraid to have fun. Like if you're going to go see a movie or something that you know is not real, some B-rate horror movie, but you just love it. <laughs> you know it can never happen, man. But I'm seeing it, and for now I'm going to believe it. That's... That's kind of what I think about Vitalica when you see it live. It's a good analogy. Um, and just to follow up on the videos, they're on YouTube, is that correct? Or the website, maybe? Yeah, both. YouTube, website. You can obviously link to things on Facebook. You know, the website is Vitalica.org. Uh, you know, Facebook slash Vitalica, Twitter slash Vitalica, MySpace slash Vitalica. It all gets you. Everything's linked up like everything else is these days. Um, I think if you go to our labels page, oleo.com, they can get you to videos. And if you YouTube it, I mean, I don't know how many entries there are in the name Vitalica, but, I mean, it's hundreds and hundreds of thousands of entries of stuff. So, I mean, you'll find it. <laughs> now, as fans of Metallica and fans of the Beatles, let's talk about some of your favorite, let's go with albums, uh, favorite Beatles album. I've always cited Revolver uh, as my favorite Um not really for any particular reason other than it's just uh, it's one that hits me. Uh, 
that's about all I can say about it. You know, I just love that one. So, how about Metallica? I'd have to go with Master of Puppets on that one. Yeah. James? Uh, yeah, mine uh, has changed to Rubber Soul. Uh, you know, I think like when you're dealing with every band, you know, you're just like, oh, what's my favorite album from this band this month? <laughs> well, at this time, it's Rubber Soul right. for me for the Beatles. Um, just really enjoy the song structuring there, and it's not too crazy over the top. It's really accessible, but it does take some chances with some of the song song listings on that record. Um, and I, I guess I'd say Master of Puppets for Metallica, just because Disposable Heroes is still my favorite Metallica song. Um, from the first moment I heard that, I, I've only seen them play it live, I think, twice. They don't do it much live. No. Yeah. Back, back to the front. I remember um, hearing it for the very first time. I lived in Chicago, actually. It was on the RPM radio station. They played it before the album came out. But great song. But, uh, but ironically enough, we don't have a mashup for Disposable Heroes, and we don't have a mashup for In My Life by the Beatles, and those are the albums that I'm citing. So, uh, An example of you just can't take your favorite stuff and it automatically goes together. You know, It takes some work and some craftsmanship. Um, maybe someday we will have a mashup for those, but until we do, uh, we're content to let the... Uh, <laughs> Let the real bands kind of have at it for a while, and we just didn't enjoy, enjoy them, you know. So. Now, Beatallica, to me, although it's a combination of technically Metallica and the Beatles with your own kind of two cents thrown in there, it's, it's, it's a metal band, first and foremost. Um, are you guys into, are you guys metalheads through and through, or are you into all types of music, or, you know, as musicians and, I guess, listeners of music? I would say, actually, uh, to be perfectly honest, as a musician, uh, I'm actually not that much of a metalhead. There are certain metal bands I like. Uh, Behemoth is a big one for me. Uh, but, I mean, we all listen to a very wide range of things. I mean, James listens to country, you know. Um, there's some, I mean, I like the drive-by truckers. Uh, you know, Jeff Buckley. Obviously, those are names that aren't metal at all. So, I mean, I think, you know, as musicians and fans, we're all pretty pretty varied. Um I think people get into a box if they're saying I'm a metalhead or I'm a I'm a country head or whatever you want to call it. I think it's a little narrow-minded to actually get into that mindset. So I think you end up missing out on a lot of good stuff if you if you think think along those lines. But totally, yeah. I think the stuff that I've been grooving on lately has been like a lot of Fiona Apple. I listen to a lot of Fiona Apple for for one reason or another. Um, and there's just a lot of like. Uh, uh, Irish Isle types of bands, Scotland types of bands that I've been listening to. Um, let it be known the country that I listen to is not pop country. <laughs> I will give you credit. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, uh, I think about the the poppiest country I would listen to would be like like Dwight Yoakam, but you know, but he even still has like that old Bakersfield, Buck Owens twang, you know. Too. I mean, I mean, he, he's Buck Owens reincarnate, you know. So. Uh, any, anything like that is good with me. Cool. Well, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Um, I wanted to mention that uh, I lived in Mequon, Wisconsin. For- <laughs> oh, North Shore. And you're a metalhead and you lived in the North Shore? What the hell's up with that? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. But uh, I was only there for two years. I went to ju- junior high school. Up there. No, <laughs> dad was down. transferred. But uh, it's it's surprisingly one of the – I was already into, like, Kiss and ACDC when I got there. But I, it's truly where I kind of got into uh, – uh, Iron Maiden and stuff like sure. that, yeah. Well, back wow. in the the I guess early eighties. 
Even cool. Mequon has it. Jeez. I thought only like Cudahy and West Dallas had it. Anyway, if any of your listeners who are listening to this and are from the Milwaukee area, they will know why West Dallas, Wisconsin is called West Halica. There are reasons. So. Okay, good. Well, hopefully one of them will write in and explain it to me. Anyways, guys, thanks so much. If we could get a Talking Metal ID from you, and then we'll get into some music off the brand new album, Masterful Mystery Tour by Beatallica. <laughs> just an ID, just like your name and your band oh, and right. you're listening. I'm Ringo Lars. Uh, I'm from Beatallica, and you're listening to uh, Talking Metal. Thanks a lot. Hey, Heshers, this is Sergeant James Linfield from Metallica. You're whipping it up, cranking up the knob, and throwing it into damn garbage by listening to Talking Metal. Hell yeah! He's a fuel on the hill, see him coming for the care.
You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.